how does a fan get made? Is it as easy as your dad rooted for the Yankees, so you root for the pinstripes? Is it as simple as geography? You live in L.A., so of course you're a Dodgers fan. Or is it a little more complicated, like your college roommate was cousins with Tony Romo, and he got him to leave your voicemail once, so now you're a Cowboys fan? Every fanatic has a tale to tell. Here's the story on the fan. Today we're joined by a Guinness World Record holder, New York Times best-selling author, and back-to-back winner of the Toyota Pro and Celebrity Race, Adam Carolla. In addition to hosting multiple podcasts, including his flagship Adam Carolla show, he has directed multiple films. Currently, one of his docs, Shelby American, is streaming now on Netflix. You can check out all of his films at chassisychassy.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I want to start off with a quote I got from you and see how it wraps in the sports. You said, that's the thing I love about sports. Sports forces you to quit. You can't pursue your dreams till you're 46. When it comes to acting, writing, comedy, nobody ever stops you. I mean, growing up a, a Rams fan, I mean, you wish you could have seen Eric Dickerson play longer than see maybe uh, Brad Pitt in movies? Yeah, or maybe Jerome Bettis for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> at least it's a ram right yeah. yeah so in the la sports scene late 60s and 70s when you're growing up you got the dodgers of course tommy lasorda's coming on the scene uh the lakers have always been good showtime starts going and then there's the rams where what connects you to the rams fan you were just a football fan i loved football i i, I love football more than anything from you know maybe the time i was six or seven to the time uh, I couldn't play anymore when I was about 19 or 20. Um, So I I didn't have a great childhood. Uh, I loved playing Pop Warner football. Uh, I was good at it. I got to be the only person I know that played seven years of Pee Wee football before I got to high school. So uh, I was a football fanatic. And so, of course, the Rams were the team in Los Angeles, and that's where I was born, so made perfect sense. So I guess growing up playing football, I mean, you're in it, is it you're studying the NFL, and you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing, and you're mimicking it, or is it, were, were you drawn to any other teams, like the Lakers or the Dodgers? I, You know, I would root for the Dodgers, I would root for the Lakers, uh, I would root for the Kings, you know, whoever, you know, I was always like the LA teams to win. I wasn't a sports guy in the sense that I collected baseball cards or took stats or read books. I I wasn't really much into the sort of nerd part of it. I just wanted to play football. So it, for me, I, I just wasn't into the, the banners or the hats or the jersey, you know, memorabilia, uh, any of the statistics. I wasn't into any of that stuff. I just wanted to play. You know, so the story goes that um, you, even though you played Pop Warner for seven years, you hit puberty late. You're not really that good to begin with on your high school team. And then you work really hard, you eat a lot of eggs, and you say you become really good. Has that sort of served for your sort of platform in the entertainment business? The harder you work, the better you might become at this? Yeah, I I got to, when I 
got to high school in the 10th grade, I sat on the bench for the B team and uh, they wanted me to play on the B team, basically the junior varsity or whatever the, the next year. And I said, no, nah, I'm going to eat a bunch of eggs and lift a bunch of weights and get myself, see if I can make the varsity team, even though I'll probably sit on the bench for another year. Um, so I did, and a guy got hurt in front of me, and I ended up starting on the varsity the next year. And then the year after that, I was uh, all valley on um, offense, and I, I got best defensive player on defense. So I ended up having a pretty good high school career. And I got recruited to smaller colleges, Cal Poly, Pomona, Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, and you know UC Davis, and Marshall was probably the only school that had a much of a program, although they didn't have much of a program back then. And uh, I had bad grades, and I got bad parents. So I never went anywhere, and I started working construction. <laughs> so i mean i guess you said you had this relationship with football you played it and then you watched it well when you go into construction and you're working in your early 20s before you start working in entertainment do you still keep track of football like did that change your your fan status of following teams yeah i i had uh withdrawals from playing football for a good five years after i stopped playing football um, and yeah, I always rooted for the Rams and I always watched Sunday football. I still watch Sunday football. I, you know, I, I football is my favorite sport. Uh, there's nothing better than getting the guys together on a Sunday and getting some beers and getting the NFL package and, and that whole, that whole nine yards. So yeah, I was always, uh, always a fan. And, uh, at that point, you know, it was time to, stop playing and just start cheering on the Rams. You know, I can't imagine being uh, uh, in L.A. rooting for the Rams in the late 70s because, for God's sakes, Hunter was on the team. Fred Dreyer, did, did you instantly start watching the TV show because you were a Rams fan? Uh, I love Freddie Dreyer. Um, he's a good dude, too. I've interviewed him before. And, you know, you can't go wrong with Jack Youngblood and the fact that that also a guy named Jim Youngblood and two guys named Youngblood and they couldn't even put Jay Youngblood on their jersey because it still wouldn't have defined them enough because it was Jack and Jim so I think Jack just had Jack above Youngblood it'd be interesting I don't think I, I can't picture it but you guys tell me has there ever been another case where a guy's first name was written out in full uh, above his last name on the back of his jersey? Does does he hate me, Kale? Yeah, I was thinking of him, but <laughs> nah, it's got to be your Christian name. I I'm pretty sure Jack Youngblood had Jack written above Youngblood on the back of his uh, jersey. Uh, yeah, I love the. Those guys were, were great. I mean, at this point, for me, we're out of the late 70s and we're into the kind of mid-80s at this point uh, for following my chronology. But, uh, yeah, I do, I do remember all those names. 
uh, you mentioned you you you're later in your career you start interviewing these people you watch growing up and does that affect i mean you weren't really following the statistics of these players but like going from a fan watching people thinking they're unaccessible and then all of a sudden you're sitting down with these legends does that change your view of the sport once they become more humanized um no i mean it's it's a it's a good question, but it, it didn't really have any effect on me. I I I, I thought it was kind of cool to get to talk to people <clears throat> who I you know remember from back in the day, and I you know I had information on them. Like I I remember I remember their playing days. I remember how they wore their uniforms. I I remember you know whether they wore the neck roll toilet seat or not. You know. I, I remember all of their face masks, you know, I, I kind of remember back when you used to really, you could, you know, you could see a guy, you know, Kenny Stabler wore his uniform much different than, you know, Archie Manning did, you know, back in the, back in the day, face masks and, and everything else. But uh, no, I was just excited to have a chance to interview him and speak to him. You know, I feel like you're an amateur philosopher, Adam. You know, what do you think of sports, rooting for teams, fanatics? Is it good for society, or do we have our priorities mixed up? I think it's good to have a distraction. I don't think it's good to have an obsession. You know, I, I feel like your family should be your team or your business. That should be your team, and you should sort of root the hardest and work the hardest for them. And then there's the distraction, you know, it's sort of like, if you want to go see the Grateful Dead when they come to town, fine. If you want to quit your job, buy a minivan and follow them around the country, then I don't support that. I guess to bring things full circle, you, you attribute a lot of your work ethic to football. You have kids now, there's been a lot of talk of like the NFL is going away from what it used to be. Do you, do you see the future of kids playing football or going to another sport to try to instill that amount of discipline? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I think it's going to be an issue because uh, nobody, nobody in my kids circle of friends plays tackle football. Uh, almost, almost none. They're, they're 14 now. None of them, none of them played, uh, almost none of them played tackle. And, uh, it's a, it's, I, I think it's, I think it's going to cause damage to them. Everyone's always worried about the damage, the physical damage that they could receive playing tackle football. But what about all the positive stuff that they're not going to get, which in my opinion outweighs any physical damage. Plus, uh, like my son, he was playing, um, he was playing uh, flag football when he was, I don't know, 11, 10, 11. Um, the stupid coach was out on the field, like in the huddle, calling the plays with his clipboard. Like I played Pop Warner football. There was no coach on the field. You'd have to run in your plays with a guard or signal the plays in or, or whatever. Like, it was so much more advanced. They dumbed it down. Why would you – you're playing, like, I don't know, seven- or eight-man flag football. Why is the coach standing in the middle of the field? 
You know, the show's about uh, fandom, becoming a fan. You grew up in L.A., you played football, you like the Rams. You're a fan. But flipping that around, what do you think about people being a fan of you? Is that just the sort of the result of making stuff and then have, having people watch and that's normal? Or do you think it's odd because the team that some people are rooting for is you? Yeah, I, I really don't think about it. Um, it's not necessarily because I'm modest. It just it, it seems so distant. You know, if I ever hear anybody who is a fan, I'm always somewhat surprised because I'm still, you know, in my heart, just kind of like poor kid from the Valley. So uh, I appreciate it. Um, I'm flattered by it. Uh, I do... I do love it when people buy my books and, and read my books. I, I love it when people watch my documentaries and, and listen to my podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I love a good compliment as much as the next guy, but I really, in a, in a way, it's like I don't quite know how to digest it. Hey, before we Luckily, get Luckily, it doesn't come up that often. Sorry. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, Adam, we went down the rabbit hole uh, for this interview in North Hollywood High School where you starred in football. And there are so many unbelievable people that you could have been in class with. Let's start with this one. Did you know Benny Rodriguez, the famous kickboxer, martial arts choreographer? Oh, Benny the Jet. Um, uh, no, that's Benny Urquides. Urquides, yes, the Jet. Oh, yeah, I thought you said Rodriguez. Sorry. Uh now, uh, Benny the Jet or Kitas is probably a little older than me. Okay. Well, let's try this one. Did, did, you, did you know Cuba Gooding Jr.? No, Cuba Gooding Jr. is younger than me. <laughs> I think okay. I missed these guys. Okay, let's keep going. Devereaux White was the actor who played the limousine driver Argyle in Die Hard. Oh, yeah, I remember her well. Uh, I remember explaining to her that she was destined to be in a big Bruce Willis movie, but I, I, but I know not which one. Yeah, well, we know for sure you knew Molly Ringwald's sister, but Adam Carolla, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Check him out at adamcarolla.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Adam Carolla. Thank you so much for taking some time. Thanks for having me, guys.